Welcome to Season 2 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 76 is entitled Freedom and Nature. It is ironic that science, by expanding our understanding of natural laws, actually increases our freedom. Yet it is science that denies the existence of free will. It is part of their flatland mentality. Even a cursory study of nature shows how all life forms are designed for their maximum freedom. Study the hawk and see how it spreads its confident wings in the azure sky and soars on the wild winds. With its broad back to the bright sun, its telescopic eyes scan the spinning world below looking for prey. Now study the slow, myopic turtle that crawls creepily over the earth, carrying his heavy home on his back. The turtle does not need the eye of a hawk, and the hawk does not need the shell of a turtle. All of God's creatures are designed for maximum freedom to ensure their survival and to expand their potential in their own environment. Each of itself experiences its own joy and freedom. If evolution furnished those things, it is through law, not luck or accident. The hawk and turtle were designed in the evening before the morning of the creation. Laws were appointed to carry out those designs. I feel that all conscious creatures have intelligence and have some capacity for joy in life, no matter how small they are or how insignificantly they are regarded. We have all seen young animals frisk and frolic like children and birds soar on the winds. Also, all animals have different degrees of intelligence. The elephant, for example, is sometimes human-like in its behavior. If anyone has observed a squirrel solving a problem, one would be certain that intelligence, not mere instinct, was involved. I saw a squirrel once drop to his belly and crawl to the rim of the Grand Canyon, and for a full twenty minutes stare into the vast vacuity as if wondering where the world had gone. However, only man, as a child of God, with high intelligence, has free will, like the gods, to know good from evil, to organize laws, to study the stars, to fly to the moon, to classify the elements, to comprehend the flora and fauna of the earth, to explore the seas, to have dominion over the earth, to collect genealogy, to search for truth, or to contemplate the mind of God. But there is a price. Only man can soar to the heights of joy and praise God, or sink to the depths of despair and contemplate suicide. Examine the following. The first is spoken by Job, who is in the depths of despair and in the bitterness of soul. Am I a sea or a well that thou settest a watch over me? When I say, My bed shall comfort me, my couch shall ease my complaint, then thou scarest me with dreams and terrifiest me through visions, so that my soul chooses strangling and death rather than my life. I loathe it. I would not live alway. Let me alone, for my days are vanity. What is man that thou shouldest magnify him, and that thou shouldest set thine heart upon him, and that thou shouldest visit him every morning and try him every moment? How long wilt thou not depart from me, nor let me alone, Shall I swallow down my spittle? I have sinned. What shall I do unto thee, O thou preserver of man? Why hast thou set me as a mark against thee, so that I am a burden to myself? And why dost thou not pardon my transgression, 
and take away my iniquity. For now shall I sleep in the dust, and thou shalt seek me in the morning, but I shall not be. Job 7, 12-21 The others by King David, who sings the praises of God. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth! Who has set thy glory above the heavens? Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air, and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passeth through the paths of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Psalms 8, 1-9 I suppose at times when the trial of our faith is at its height, we have all felt like Job, and at other times when our blessings seem to be the most abundant, we have felt like King David. But that is what it is like being human. Only higher man can reach the heights of joy and the depths of despair and know that God hears both cries. Animals do not contemplate death, but neither do they contemplate the resurrection. Animals live life to the limit of their consciousness, but only man looks forward to eternal life with God. The price of being human is high, but the rewards of being the children of God are immortality and eternal life with God, if we will only but keep His commandments. Who but man can look forward to the following envisioned by John? And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Revelation 21, 1-7 We are living in the last days. No man knows when Christ comes again, but every Christian knows that he is coming. Through John the Revelator, Christ said, Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. In another place he said, Hold fast till I come, and I will give him the morning star. At Christ's birth, the stable was not decorated for Christmas. The stable became the ornament. Without the Christ child, it was just a stable. As we prepare for Christmas, let me invite you to put Christ first. 
Everything else is mere decoration. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.